Beth. And I'm Sarah. And this is Everything is Rent, the podcast where we talk about the best musicale of all time, Rent, song by song. We will be listening to and talking about Rent and the song I'll Cover You with Elliot Glazer. You may know him from Broad City and his podcast, uh, You're Making It Worse. Welcome. Welcome. Elliot. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank We're you so for joining excited to have you. Like, wait, Rent. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you you have a connection to rent. Okay, you have feelings so about rent. Where Tell did us. you guys grow up? Northern California, mostly, and Colorado. Okay, so I grew up um, on Long Island, just you know, a mm-hmm. little like cl- we called it this, you know, close to the city. Quote yes. Unquote. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as a kid, and I just did. So as a kid, <laughs> um, we I, I was on the very very early rent train, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and was and took so much so much pride mm-hmm. in being like a rent kid like mm-hmm. in middle school yeah. you know I was just like I am so fucking cool that like <laughs> yeah. I'm I know what this is and I'm into it before it actually not that it before it was mainstream but before it was mainstream enough that other kids or teenagers yes it was, yeah. it was, it was something that was like just for me and like sure. two friends yeah mm-hmm. um and so is I, this like midnight like right when it's coming out mid-90s yeah yeah or? yeah i think it was okay. like you know if the show is what 96 96, yeah. yeah so probably like 96 yeah, yeah i was mm-hmm. i was yeah. like 13 years old yeah and you know knew every word i think and when i think now about rent when i think back to rent i laugh because it's like it's one of those things where i know or I, for a long time, I knew every word to every song, but had absolutely no idea what the words meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So you just know the the lyrics. As we're going through this podcast, yes. like listening to each song in depth, there are times where I'm like, oh, wow, I never thought exactly. about that. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. have yeah. no idea. That's for me the same thing with, um, well, a lot of episodes. I'm a big Golden Girls fan. Sure. And I'll go mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and, you know, watch continuously. Yeah. And now understand references, even like historical references that I'm like, who? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and same thing with um, mm-hmm. We Didn't Start the Fire. As yeah. I get older, yeah. you know, it's a song. Yeah. He's list. He's just a list. Yes. He's just listing things. But as I get older, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. And so with rent, it's like, oh my god, now I understand what AZT is, mm-hmm. or you know, what this, what you know, this term referenced, or what that was a reference to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just so funny to think back to not understanding a single word of it, but being a 13 year old kid. You know, knowing every word that and not having any understanding of their definition. Yes. Yeah. I, feel I like, used to sing oh. the song You Gotta Get a Gimmick from Gypsy as a okay, child. Sure. And my family thought it was very funny. Yes. Because it's about being a stripper. But I didn't <laughs> know. Yeah. I just knew the words to You Gotta Get a Gimmick. That's the magic of musicals. I'm not a musicals. I'm actually not into musicals for, oh, the, for the most part. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I was as a kid. And then as I got older, especially into like adulthood, the sort of artifice of it all I think just kind of wore on me yeah but now as an adult I wonder if in 1996 full-grown adults were as into rent as <laughs> I was as a kid Do you know what I yeah. mean yeah. yeah like were adults like this show is so fun and real or were adults like this is so cheesy like yeah. I don't know that is a good question yeah. like what the age cutoff for that Love of it Because you liked it when you were kids, too. Yeah, yeah with mm-hmm. other kids. Right. Yeah. So and were adults into Rent? People in their early 20s were. 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 Okay. Because they were, like, yeah. doing the lottery, like, camping out outside. Yes, yes, which I did many times. But, yeah, oh, I wonder yeah. if, yeah, around 30 and up, if people were, <laughs> isn't like, that an, we're Isn't that an interesting it. question? Yeah. Because it's also, like, when you think of adults who, like, like musicals, Yeah. it's like, well, what musicals? 
like, are there adults who are like, I love, you know, I love uh, guys and dolls. Like, an, an, I an adult. do love guys and dolls, but, <laughs> but I learned, I knew it when I was like a kid. I exactly. But can you, I'm just curious ago. if there's like, you know, 45 year old New Yorkers who are like, take me to see Aladdin now. <laughs> or like, I need to see the Scarlet Pimpernel now. Yeah. It probably applies more to musicals like guys and dolls yeah. from eighties mm-hmm. and earlier. I would think, but, but the idea a, of a rent head, middle-aged yes. rent head in Isn't that the mid nineties is funny. That that's but it had to funny. happen because adults were writing about the play and it was a sure. phenomenon. And yeah, there, it clearly wasn't just kids seeing the show. I mean, I feel like the same way, like we were uh, more adults uh, when uh, like Book of Mormon came out. Yes. Um, Dear Evan Hansen is out. And Avenue I know Q. adults who are like super into those, but not, they are still around their thirties. Yes. I, I imagine people older, uh, are, older but- people could not love Book of Mormon more. Sure. True. It's really. I think everybody loves Book of Mormon. Yeah. But also maybe there was like a a, a shift when musicals became a little bit more meta and like self-aware. Like. That's true. I never saw Urine mm-hmm. Town, but people loved Urine Town and mm-hmm. like Avenue Q and Book of Mormon. And, yeah. you know, shows seem to become a little bit more. Slightly meta. meta. They're aware of. Aware of themselves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rent in. In retrospect, was not. No, no. And it, very earnest. Very mm-hmm. earnest, yeah. but in a way that does kind of bum me out a little bit. Because mm. I'll listen back and be like, that's not what it was. If that show is supposed to take place in like the late 80s in the East Village, like the grunge element of it is just a little too put on for my taste. Yes. Yeah. But again, it's like, mm-hmm. who cares? It's a musical, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so for me, I was like a super fan, even as a kid. Yeah. Um, and was always taking the train into the city, doing the lottery, and was an obsessive fan and, you know, taped every appearance on TV. I knew every cast member by name, wow. who was like in, who was out. And that was sort of, that <laughs> I can tell you is like the, 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 that's the privilege of like being a kid who lives in your New York City. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like. Not most people in Long Island are, are like, fuck the city. It's stupid. But like, yeah. if you have some sort of, you know, reverence for it, even as a kid, I was like, no, no, no. This is like, I can take a train there mm-hmm. for 10 bucks for my house. Like, of course. Yeah. And so that was, you know, rent became like central. We to talked to a couple childhood. people who are big rent heads who grew up in Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it was so close. Um, yeah. God, if I lived that close, um, yeah. I went and saw it in San Francisco one time with my parents and was like. I want to go back as much as I can, yeah, but yeah. there was no way to. Right. Because it was on tour. Wait, where'd you first see it, Beth? I first saw it on Broadway on yeah. a high school trip yeah. to New York. And then I saw it when it toured to Colorado, when it toured here. I saw it mm. on Broadway and then off Broadway a couple more times when I lived in New York also. See, that's also fascinating that like you went to New York on a school trip and like you were what, in high school or middle mm-hmm. school? High school, and yeah. it's like you, you could have seen like cats or like, I don't know. I don't know what kids see, but it's yeah. like you could have seen like Beauty and the Beast or some shit, but it's yeah. like, no, we're seeing Rent. Mm-hmm. Well, like, we also didn't see The Lion King. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the Lion King's amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. I've never seen it. It's it was amazing. incredible. It's yeah. an amazing yeah. show. But yeah, Rent was very central to my to my youth. Yes. Okay. Did you like, what was your favorite musical before Rent took over? Um, I guess I didn't. I'm so gross. I was like a kid who was when I like discovered theater, mm-hmm. I was probably like 11 and just kind of on a whim. I re- very distinctly remember auditioning for the play at, at camp mm-hmm. and it was uh Fiddler on the Roof, of course. Yeah. Right. 
somewhere I mean, else. I'm <laughs> so from Long Island, so Jewish. And uh-huh. that I was like, oh my God, like I was being, uh, I was being, you know, rewarded for being able to sing. My grandparents were like put up in a puddle of tears because it was like Jew, 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 you know, so mm-hmm. Jewish. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I just was, that's when I kind of like dove into Fiddler on the Roof and Guys and Dolls and all like the big ones. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately after Rent, I have subsequently kind of taken the same tactic, which is that I just continued to like three musicals. Like, like I have a soft spot for three musicals okay. and they don't have a running theme or even like a running composer, but it's like into the woods, mm-hmm. how to succeed in business. For some reason, I love how to succeed in business without really trying. Sure. And little shop of horrors. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you why I like all three of them because they're all different. I also just realized you're wearing a cat's shirt. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for shirt. coming I in forgot costume. About that. Yeah. Cats is, I'm obsessed with two musicals, ironically. Cats. Mm-hmm. And then there's a musical called Come From Away. Oh, heard that's of it, on but Broadway I don't know it. I and is a it. huge success. And I saw like a video of it somewhere. We talk about it on my podcast because I'm obsessed with the the what I've seen of it, which is that it's a show about planes that were rerouted <laughs> after 9-11 to like Nova Scotia or something. Oh my and, and these people like stayed in Nova Scotia for longer than they expected. And so the show's about that. So I'm like, the show is about rerouted planes. It's about like yeah. air traffic. Yeah. And the woman who's like the star of it, I think, <laughs> I saw a video of her somewhere of the of a number from the show, and she begins the show or she begins this number by singing. Um, um, she goes, "American Airlines had the prettiest planes," and I'm like, "That is so <laughs> clunky and like the ugliest lyric. Like it's just uh-huh. like what." And so watching the video of it, it just, the earnestness of it is, it's just too cheesy. Yeah. That's it just very kills me. Silly. It kills yeah. me. That's a terrible line. Absolutely terrible. And I'm like, Has what? the prettiest planes? Has the prettiest planes. I'm like, prettiest plane? What? But also, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they no, don't. No, first off, no one has a pretty plane. Who has a pretty plane? But if they do, it's like maybe I feel Hawaiian, like Hawaiian Air. Yeah. yeah. That would be they got it. Flower some flowers on, on their airplane. Or like Lufthansa or something. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> some so weird. Fancy, expensive airline. Exactly. But for me, ultimately, I love Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. I just, it always makes me cry. Yeah. How to succeed in business. I love the sort of, I just, I guess I just love the, like the 60s-ness of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but I do. And then um, Little Shop, just, I just love how weird and dark it is. I love Little Shop. I it's think so Little good. Shop is a lot of people's very, very, very favorite musical. Yeah. I would say it might be like a universally liked uh, musical. How could mm-hmm. it not, right? Yeah. Like, it's also just such the a strange story. It's so weird. I There's love when it's just, I love how weird alien it is. Plant. Yes. Super into it. But I, I also it. saw like as a kid, because we were in so close to the city um, and I wasn't like, tr- like trash. I would like, I don't mean trash, <laughs> but I mean like, I wasn't like a kid who was interested in like getting dr- drunk or whatever. Like yeah. I would, we would just go into the city and do TKTS, which was like the discount yeah. line you wait on for tickets or whatever's yes. playing that yeah. you can get discounts to. So I saw like tons of shitty musicals or like, just very subpar musicals. Because mm-hmm. those that, are the ones that are super discounted. Exactly. So there was, yeah. I remember seeing like The Life, which was like a bad musical about prostitutes. And <laughs> the Titanic musical was abhorrent. I saw that. Abhorrent. I was just trying to remember the lyrics when they talk about the, when they see the, the ship, the, they go, uh, there she is. I can't remember what comes after crazy. that. 
do you, I don't remember the lyrics, but do you remember the scene when the t- boat hits the iceberg? Yeah. How the state, from what I remember, yeah. and it's kind of vague, but the stage is taken over by like props or something. And it's so cheesy from what I remember. They sort of do like a puppety yes. reenactment. Like a puppety they, reenactment. They Ugh. do have the the big like boat prop on yeah. hydraulics that yes. like sinks. Yes. But yes. I yeah, I think you're right that they do the like representative. Yes. Like it's so we I remember being is like, it based really? on uh the movie like I Titanic, don't think or? it is. I think it's just based on the story. It's sure. And they, it happened yeah. at the same time as the movie to I think recoup the mm-hmm. you know the, the obviously the phenomenon of sure. the movie yeah but the other show that I'm obsessed with ironically is Cats yeah so I saw it as a ki- saw it as a kid terrified me saw it in like middle school <laughs> was baffled by it then I saw then my friends and I very distinctly I distinctly have the most like joyous memories of us becoming obsessed with it ironically in high school because it was. The twentieth anniversary, or yeah. the fifth twenty fifth anniversary, or something. So there was all this like hullabaloo about the show having this anniversary, mm-hmm. and SNL did a sketch that I remember, and I cannot find it anywhere online. I can't find it on Netflix. I can't mm. find it on <laughs> they Hulu. They were like, "Wash it, it away." So good. It's just James <laughs> Vanderbeek as one of the cats, like a new cat, uh-huh. and he's like so excited to be there, and you just follow him around backstage and everyone is like so over it that like they're smoking they're betting they're they're on game boys and Uh they just it's just the funniest sketch yeah and so Uh that cemented for me this like deep reverence for how fucking weird the show is yeah i've only ever seen it on video um yeah there's that old classic video of it and it is truly like who, Who decided, decided that this would go up on Broadway? Yes. And also, it ran for so long, and, and I have no idea it's how. It's a huge success. Yeah. And so also, that, the songs do regularly get stuck in my head. They're extremely catchy. Extremely catchy. But the whole show is literally a list of cats. <laughs> and and um, my so for my best friend at the time, for her 20, for her, sorry, her sweet 16, she was like, I don't want, I don't want a sweet 16. So her parents were nice enough to... They just knew, they were like, what do you want? And she was like, can we have tickets to Cats? And they're like, you guys are imbeciles. But they bought us like cheap tickets to us to Cats. You know, we took the, tr- we were like ecstatic, so excited for how dumb the show is. We got there and I still, I still don't know if I've, I don't know if I've like laughed harder than that <laughs> night, but not, not laughed out loud, like rude. Yeah. We were so like jacked for Cats yes. uh-huh. that Literally, the lights go down. I still remember my friends saying it's as if they press play on a tape recorder because the music is so like bad, like synthy yeah. and yes. bad yeah. that it's like there's no orchestra. Someone pressed play Just and it was like, <laughs> but like these, like in real life, not like in real life, the actual show, it begins with the cats, quote unquote, <laughs> appearing in the audience in the yeah. dark and they have like goggles that are cat eyes. Oh, and God. we immediately were doing that like nervous laughter where you're frozen and silent tears streaming down your face yeah and it was just like one of the greatest Ugh. the greatest amazing but cats is, and then my friend and i so the to to make the story even longer i do a live show called haunting renditions mm-hmm. which i do with a full band in new york and la and then like at festivals comedy festivals whatever in new york my guitarist in the band just by happenstance his day job for the last two or three years was in the pit of cats Whoa. when it was re- when it was oh my um, God. revived on Broadway. Uh-huh. 
and and he would and I would just you know in out of just in jest would like make fun of him on for it on stage and it was always just the <laughs> ongoing bit but he was like do you want tickets like and so yeah. my friend and I who are just uh, you know fascinated by this phenomenon were like let's go see it you know just to see like what's changed nothing has changed <laughs> nothing at they all they didn't change same anything costumes. the music same costumes Great. it is the craziest show and we were looking around like are other people also <laughs> baffled? And no, the entire theater was just wrapped. Yeah. And we were like, we. for me, it's like, we can see your, I see like the cat's penises and vaginas. Like their <laughs> yes. costumes are so weird. It's like, I see labia, I see breasts and nipples and they're running and they're like licking them. It is so uh, gross. The yeah. show is so fucking gross. <laughs> was this the same, do you go with the same friend? No, this adult? is a different friend. New friend who was, who's yeah, also a new friend who's also cats. like, what, what is this? <laughs> And so we went and the oh, best- I would jump at the chance. To oh, see yeah. Cats. And we went backstage and like looked at the wigs and shit. My friend who was in the pit orchestra, the best thing, like the, the cherry on top was that he had never actually seen the show. And I was like, oh, what do you mean wow. you haven't seen the show? You write, you play in it. Yeah. He's like, well, the pit orchestra's like not in the pit. It's like downstairs below the stage yeah. in their own room. And he's like, I mean, I've never actually seen the show. I just play the music. And I'm like, are you Whoa. kidding me? Yeah. And so eventually when the show was finally closing, he was like, I spent uh, one of my like free days seeing the show, like a matinee. <laughs> uh-huh. He was like, what is this fucking show <laughs> that I've been playing music for for years? Yeah. I'm like, yep, it's a it's a That's fever dream. Yes. Bananas. It's a list of cats. Wow. My sister's first two cats were named Rum Tum Tugger and Grizabella. Oh, I'm so sorry. So we were, I mean, and we had the sheet music for cats. Uh, I used to play memory on the piano and yeah, sing it. It's just we were a, a cats family. Yeah. If you were a kid <laughs> who was into theater, you were into cats, yes. even though it took years into adulthood to be like, what? Is this show about cats? Is this? Is a list of cats? <laughs> I didn't know the Jellicle cat song until recently, and oh, that absolutely torture. blew my mind. I get Jellicle s- stuck in my head constantly, it's torture. It's torture. and I don't know what it means. Well, I don't know I any of the words you, other than Jellicle cats. I can tell you, I found out because I've done my like homework, uh-huh. my like non homework on this. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber came up with the term Jellicle cats based on the most insipid thing. <laughs> It's that in England or, you know, where he's from, he says, people will always say, you know, jolly little cat, jolly little cat, jolly little cat, jolly little cat. And I came up with jellical cat. That's insane. That's why it's called, because it sounds like jolly little cat fast. Jellical cat. How wild. It's so stupid. The liberties taken by people in the UK with slang are (laughs) really something. Applied them to fucking cats. And the best also, I mean- Sorry, I know it's a rent podcast, but the other <laughs> fun part of Cats is that they were sued multiple times for sexual assault because the rum tum tugger would come into the audience and like grind his like yeah. cat dick on people in the audience. Uh. And a few times people filed like a lawsuit being yeah. like, that's assault. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, it I don't is mean to actually. Laugh at that. That's gross. Yeah. I, should, I shouldn't have laughed no, no, at that. I mean, it's hilarious you know that they the kept doing tugger. it. Yes. Like, like doing multiple. It. That there's multiple lawsuits. It's is like you guys, insane to be you like, you know, the rum tum tugger doesn't why, have to gyrate yeah. on. Why is this the hill you want to die on? Exactly. This? Because that's not really what cats do. No, no they don't, <laughs> don't gyrate they? on. I you. mean, they're friendly, but they're not rubbing their, they'll nope. rub their butts on you. Yeah. To be pet, but they're not. If anything, a dog will try to hump you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. cats can dogs, care less. The, mu- the musical? Yeah, dogs on Broadway got sued for all different, <laughs> yeah. almost different things. <laughs> Meanwhile, I would kill to see Dogs the Musical. <laughs> Someone must have done that. Must have at least been off sure Broadway or been. like yeah. a number, a number in Forbidden Broadway. Well, the best something. weird like alt comedy New York nugget that I'll never forget is Brett Gelman. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yes. I don't know if you've talked about it before. We have not. No, no. He would do a bit called Night of a Thousand Cats. Yeah, and it was just. The weirdest. <laughs> I still remember like packing into Rafifi in the East Village. It was where everybody was there just wrapped with, you know, in awe of Brett doing the most ridiculous, like the stupid, like stupidest, but funniest high, low mm-hmm. trash version. And he memorized all these words to like a thousand. He went through a thousand cats. Yeah. It was so stupid. Insane. But like yeah. one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Yeah. And such a brilliant, you know, take on. A musical that is literally a list of a list of cats. Just a list of cats. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Well, back to rent. Yes. So <laughs> what did you love when you saw it and what like when you were a kid and what stood out to you? Like, was there anything where you're like, what's up with that? It's so funny. I don't think anything, you know, it's weird. Like I'm gay and I was a closeted kid, but I wasn't. I didn't feel at all like emancipated or like I didn't feel like it empowered me in any way. If anything, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't get it. Like, I just <laughs> mm-hmm. like didn't get it. I didn't know what to how to express it or understand it even. Yeah. So it's interesting to have taken a, yeah, this sort of like a, take, taking, finding such a love for the show of being like, but I'm not gay, you know? But mm-hmm. I think every, I, I don't, I think it was, it kind of was like the first time I'd seen Anything that was like, yeah, we're this is like New York. This is New York. Like everybody's mm-hmm. everything, and like this is this is Bohemian life yeah. in a way that felt accessible. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for me, I think it was just the the music. I yeah. think the music was not outwardly cheesy, and yes. maybe that mm-hmm. was just the thing that hooked me, as I think it did for a lot of people. It wasn't a musical in the way that anything before that was. You know, I don't know. I'm not again, I'm not like a huge student of musical theater, so I don't even know like when people are like, oh, you know, company or follies or whatever, you know, like the good stuff. I don't I don't care about like cabaret. I don't I don't care about like all the shows that are good. <laughs> but that stuff, um, the music of cabaret and and all that other stuff yeah. would not get close to being on the radio where I feel like yes, rent was yes, and it yes. felt more uh, more young yeah. and, and fresh. And I think that's probably why it, it spread so, so quickly. Yeah. And you're right. It does feel, it feels less, um, feels more accessible because there's, yeah, I feel like the first musical I saw was Phantom of the Opera, which mm. I love yeah. so much, but there's, you can't just like, you're not going to get gonna like, on the radio. yeah, it's not going to be on the not radio. Not even Masquerade. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes so much sense. It's like the uh, music was so poppy yeah. that, and that obviously I think has, that has like resulted in shows that are also like people, like I never, I wasn't into like Spring Awakening. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. I just never like got into it. But mm-hmm. clearly like a show like that had the same appeal where it was like, yes. you could like fan out and you'd want to hear the music like you would on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually just remembered exactly why I was drawn to Rent because it was the first time even at like a young age that I felt like I'm deep. Yeah. I'm deep uh-huh. now. And yeah. like, I didn't like, we didn't, I wasn't about to say like I'm emo, but <laughs> even as a 13 year old way before emo was even a thing, I was like, I'm deep. 
I'm an intellectual mm-hmm. and this show lets me, you know, express my intelligence and understanding and reverence for deep art. Yeah. And it does, it touches on emotions and intellect stuff in a, in a way that doesn't, that isn't talking down to you or teaching you. It just, yeah. um, Lovey Bohem is full of references that some of which like every year I'll learn a new thing. Like, Oh, that's who that person is. That's who that is. is. Yes. But they, they're not explaining it to you. Exactly. Every Um, year Sarah's birthday is rent themed (laughs) and she picks a word from Lovey Bohem (laughs) to learn for everyone to explain to her what it means. That's a beautiful Mm -hmm. tradition. And I'm not allowed to look up any other words. Right. Um, Just on my birthday. Now, Beth shows you, it to me. Did you guys see Tick, Tick, Boom? I did no. not see it. No. That was a good show. I saw that off-Broadway, like, I think in college. Yeah. Because that was post-Rent. Mm-hmm. But also Jonathan Larson. And it was good. I think, they're, I think I read they're bringing it back. It was yeah. also, the music was very radio-friendly, catchy, and really good to listen mm-hmm. to. But, um, yeah, I think you're so right. Rent was just, like, the music just connected in a way that... You weren't going to, I don't know. I don't, I feel like you were never going to hear. <laughs> I don't even know what masquerade is, but that makes so much sense. <laughs> masquerade. Who's paper faces, faces on parade. On parade. Masquerade. masquerade. Yeah. Very Hold stupid. your face so the world will never find you. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like in uh, masquerade masks <laughs> until like, the Phantom Rouge dresses. You know also why Rent uh, hit? I think because of Rosie. O'Donnell? Oh, yeah, I think because she made Broadway such a she did. She constantly had like constantly. Uh, Broadway, Broadway actors mm-hmm. and, and like performances stuff. from mm-hmm. shows. I think like I feel like Rosie single handedly helped all theater yeah. boom in mm. the nineties because nobody else was putting it on TV. Yeah, and if you weren't even in, near New York, like that was your access to it. Yeah, wow. And Rent was kind of like you know cool. That's really interesting. I, I mean, it's a theory, but I think. And she, I remember, I remember she like hosted the Tonys a bunch and it was yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah theater, theater yeah. now. Did you guys ever see Bringing a Noise, Bringing the Funk? No. That was really uh, good too. I, I didn't. Retrospect. I know my mom and sister went to it, did standing room only. I was very jealous. It was mm-hmm. great. That yeah. was great. But anyway, whatever. Sorry, I'm going off. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was the music. I think it was like the music and the music, also Rosie like O'Donnell, artsy. Music, feeling Rosie artsy. and art. Yeah. yeah. You got it all? Yeah. <laughs> And I have a juicy story. But let's do No, let's do your. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's jump okay. in. Okay. So, okay. So in, so in high school, or sorry, in middle school, when I was really into rent, um, the couple of friends that I had who were into it, you know, we would hang out and just sit in someone's room or house or car and just sing together. Mm-hmm. And but we were all like. <laughs> we know that well. Yes, yes. of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Um, and we were like good. It wasn't even like, like we were just like, we were goods and music kids. So it, it was fun. One of the guys that I would sing it with in our like tiny group of theater friends or whatever was like four years older than me. So he, um, went to our high school and after high school, um, you know, was a theatrical actor and ended up eventually booking the role of Angel in the Toronto production of Rent. Oh, right. Wow. That's great. So that while that was happening, um, you know, time progressed or whatever. And then he got to play Angel on Broadway. Wow. Oh. And so this is insane. So, <laughs> it, so now we're, I'm in high school. He is in Rent on Broadway. And... 
the show is on Broadway, so you can't perform it in a high school mm-hmm. or anywhere, mm-hmm. basically, because that's like illegal. Yeah. You can't perform can't a show that's the, currently playing. Yeah, the rights to it. So for quote unquote awareness week at our high school, which meant absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely awareness nothing. Of... Nothing. Like it was mm-hmm. like, wow. are you guys, do you guys know about like AIDS and you know, AIDS and, <laughs> and, and other ailment. Like it was, that's what it was. It was, mm-hmm. it was nonsense. It was oh, absolutely nonsense. Breast cancer, AIDS, like it all was nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the idea was like, are you aware of, you know, being, you know, doing, doing wrong and doing right? It, mm-hmm. it was completely non. it was nonsense, you know? <laughs> so for quote unquote awareness week, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name because I just won't. You don't have to. I don't. I just shouldn't. But whatever. So, let's just say his name is David. Great. So David, it's not. But whatever. <laughs> David would come back. David for Awareness Week was decided to, or I'm not sure if he was offered to, but would take the train out to us to our high school in Long Island, like more than an hour, you know, each way, f- for the purposes of quote unquote directing scenes from rent what for awareness week oh my god so all under the guise of being like well the show's kind of about aids so that'll help raise awareness to these high school suburban idiots like it meant nothing yeah. the reason he did it was so that he could direct all of us uh-huh. all a bunch of kids in these vignettes of scenes from rent that because there was no sh- like you couldn't we couldn't actually perform it it was performed to a karaoke track uh-huh. of a bunch of songs. And he would insert himself into the show. Oh, my God. Not as Angel, as Roger. Oh. So that he could Great. come out and in front of his high school do like the super mask straight character yeah. instead of the trans gendered person yeah or I, I don't know what you'd call angel at this point but it's, I guess, yeah we don't we've it's undefined with that. Yeah. within the musical i, I guess but. yeah transgendered let's mm-hmm. go with that but he would purposely do that so he could get on stage and do a big speech before like he was a, i mean he's a success you're you're on yeah. broadway yeah in rent yeah you really feel the need to come back to our high school to like play the straight guy in front of your school. It was so sad. Oh, and yeah. I and like my group of friends were like, this is so sad. It was so sad. But then everybody else, especially at this point, kids in actual high school who weren't even like theater people, but they just but rent was so big now. Mm-hmm. were like, this is so cool. And, but nevertheless, you're watching 16, 17, 18 white kids. Yeah. All play characters in vignettes from rent uh, yeah in scenes from rent and and quote unquote david would insert himself as roger did he it, let anyone else play roger or every time nope, roger came in it's- he was roger <laughs> it was so lame and so sad <laughs> and the best part about it is that for whatever reason and maybe it's just like my dark comic take on being a teenager or whatever you watch i I, I, there's a video of it on VHS that I stole from my teacher's office because she was a monster. <laughs> um, she was a monster. Mm-hmm, but so I sure. stole it from her office and I have it. And it's, it's brilliantly funny because it's 18 white <laughs> suburban kids, mm-hmm. children, yeah, children playing like, like broken down artists yeah. in the eighties in yeah. the, uh. in the, in like the East village. Yeah. And it is so funny because everybody, do, everybody looks 
either so awkward and so aloof or uncomfortable or deeply depressed, <laughs> deeply depressed. But also you're, you're a kid, so you're like self-serious. And watching it unfurl is so funny. And watching that we all of us come together to sing Seasons of Love yeah. is absolutely batshit. Because yeah. it's just the camera pans across 18 white kids. Sure. Just I'm sure just being... Being the so, most serious so drama serious, kids of all so time. So serious. And again, <laughs> our town was so white, really like Italian and Irish Catholic, but uh-huh. still so white that those of us who were playing black characters were like, that our teacher was like, you should wear gloves. What? I was like, what? <laughs> open. He was, she was like, wear like a, an open shirt with a t shirt underneath and wear like gloves. What? So, so I was like Collins. I played Collins uh-huh. with glove, like leather gloves. I'm like, what is the? Is this like an OJ thing? Like, yeah. where did you find this? It, it is so weird to see any of this weird. and all of it. But also, it is so sad. To it was so sad <laughs> then, and even sadder now to be like, dude, you took the train out from the city every mm-hmm. day for two weeks, if not more. To and you like were on Boston, Broadway. And you're currently, you're going back same afternoon to perform on Broadway. Uh. Like, what kind of, what is that? Like, what a strange, almost like pseudo vendetta of some kind, or this, 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 like, just this, this bizarre need to like reaffirm your masculinity of some kind in front of your high school. Very, Very strange, right? Yeah. Yes. But the video will last forever. And That's... the woman who, the teacher who direct, who like, let all this happen was <laughs> I don't know how she was just an, a true witch <laughs> like not a cool witch uh-huh. like an evil 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 woman who I won't even say is I won't go into it but David again quote unquote was also like into one of the students uh-huh. I mean it wasn't like that crazy but it's like he was the kid you know our age was like probably 17 yeah. and David was I don't know 20 23 or 22 whatever mm-hmm. And she tried to basically help. She like kind of locked the kid and David into her office so that he could like put the moves on him. What? Yeah, she was fucked, man. I thought this entire story was moving towards he kept coming back because he had a relationship with one of the kids. No, he didn't. That's just where my brain goes. No, because I still remember my friend. The kid was like, get, no. Like nothing, nothing like violent happened, but it was like, Ew, and my teacher yeah. was so gross because she, she like trying pushed to, to have it happen. That's she was so a, I mean, weird. she's a monster, uh, unlike no, no one I've ever met before. Wow, yeah. she was like the drama teacher at yes. the school, but she was so disliked and even disliked by her own like coworkers that I st- still to this day remember very distinctly and very clearly that the school made her an, a quote unquote, I keep saying quote unquote, but really made her an office uh-huh. in her, in the classroom, but it was like a cave. <laughs> like they just kind of sectioned off, sectioned off a cave, no windows, <laughs> no nothing for her because nobody wanted to like be around her. Wow. And her MO as a teacher. And I still don't know how she wasn't fired, but I guess everyone was too afraid to be the one to be the whistleblower, but uh-huh. she would hone in on your insecurity as a te- as a kid. Oh, yeah. Hone in on your insecurity. And even if you were her like prized student, she would hone in on what that one insecurity and try to amplify it to like have control over you. Yes. So for me, nobody, I don't think anybody thought I was gay because I wasn't, I just, I wasn't out, but I wasn't, I don't know. I was a kid. I was yeah. closeted. I didn't really know what I was yeah. doing. You were just repeatedly going into the city to see That's rent. That's it. Just <laughs> seeing no other, rent. Yeah. yeah. No, but I just, at school, it was like, I wasn't, 
out. But yeah. I, I was, mm-hmm. you know, so I had like a girlfriend and stuff, but she would make it her duty to like try to out me. Wow. As a kid. That she is was so crazy, awful. right? Yeah. Yeah. Really, she just like fucked with everybody. My friend who had like, she had like, she was petite and had like small breasts or whatever. And the teacher once, I'll never forget, came out of her office with a bra <gasps> and was like, is this yours? Whoa. And we we're all like, Wow. What? Yeah, a monster. Two monsters. I mean, I hate petite women with small breasts, oh, but sure. even I sure. wouldn't sure. do that. That's no. a lot even for me. Yeah, it's, nu- it's nuts. It's yeah. actually nuts. But, I yeah. think drama teachers often have not the best boundaries yes. just mm-hmm. by nature. Like my high school drama teacher was great and a dream and yeah. everyone loved her, but um, a lot of the men that were involved in the drama department at my college – and then one that I, I went to an arts middle school. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, very, very cool. Thank you. Um, some of the teachers there definitely had inappropriate relationships Oof. with students or like even uh. if it wasn't not allowed, because there was a time at my college when it was sort of frowned upon, but you could date students. Yeah. Sure. Like the one of the main drama faculty at my school started dating a freshman yeah. and they were just full on. Oof. In a relationship, how and old it, was the professor? 40s, oh. yeah. And he had a husband, and he he cheated on his Jesus. or left I'm his so husband sorry. for a And I don't want to freshman. be judgmental, but what could that connection? I'm sorry, I know it's true. It's yeah. just a it's a power, it's like you're being looked up to, I yeah. imagine. Because yes. also, but if a college freshman last. has very little. To say, oh, you like yeah. no life experience. Nothing. They no. just, all they can talk about is their SAT score. Uh huh. <laughs> so and maybe also they think about of, that. Think and how to, different it was back home. Yes. <laughs> and also think back to being like eighteen or nineteen. It's like you were gross. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We were gross. Yeah. Still gross. Yeah. And many people are seventeen when they're a freshman. Super seventeen. Yeah. I've gone back to like teach improv at my college, mm. and it is like children. Yeah. Yes. Truly, it is like. There were times where I was like, this feels like these are all kids 80s. in high school. Yes. Absolutely. It's yeah. so weird. I had to do, I like waited until they stopped talking. It was yeah. like so yeah. dumb. Um, but drama, yeah, yeah drama teachers. Any oh, show that I've done in a college special. too, same thing where I'm like, these are, they, they, they're, they're, they're children. Yeah. Like they're, they're just. They oh yeah. The like, comedy they want to hear is all dick jokes. Yeah. And they're like, kids. They're, they're, they're kids. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Being like, mm. He's a brilliant seventeen-year-old. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wonder what that is just about, though. Drama teachers just being know. like not getting. Not I mean, getting this it. and this woman very distinctly was would tell us everything about her marital. You know, she she was always bemoaning her husband and saying they were they had a cold, sexless marriage. <gasps> but she was also overtly sexual in a way that was inappropriate. Yeah, she had sure. horses and llamas and. She was like a true eccentric and didn't fit into the, like the Long Island yeah. mold mm-hmm. at all because where I'm from, it's like just like Guido City. That like that's where mm-hmm. I'm from, like yeah. Jersey Shore esque people everywhere. And she was so waspy and also a failed um, beauty pe- beauty pageant queen. Oh, so mm-hmm. that, that makes, sense. makes sense. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I feel the- like a lot of drama teachers get have the there's a stereotype of like oh well you couldn't get success being yes. an actress so that's why they go and they probably are just narcissistic and that's why they're dating younger people. I yeah, think it's a, I don't know. A version I hate to make that. Yeah. stereotypes. It's but a bummer. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, while on that note, <laughs> do we, is it time to listen to the song? Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. Here comes I'll Cover You. Yes. This one really bums me out. I love it. With what? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> not legal tender, but... I love it. I hate the so way he, I just hate the way he sings. <laughs> Kisses. Kisses. He won the Tony. He did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Believe it or not. This you is Jesse love, Martin. Yes. You gotta Ooh. love his voice. No? I love Jesse Martin. I love his voice. He was my aunt's student at a da- at a school for the arts in Buffalo. Oh. So I remember being like, I know Jesse. <laughs> like, no, you don't. I just don't like that they sing unison here. There should be harmony, you think? Yeah. They get, there there they go. Yeah. But it's unison because they're coming together. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> it's thematic. So true. And then like, what is this, dance break or something? I don't Yeah, there's like, they're like holding hands and like, you know, stepping, step touching, I think. Is this like a, a, fan, a dream sequence kind of thing when he's like ill or is that Santa Fe? No, or? that's, um, is there a dream sequence? I don't know. I don't remember. I think this, this is like them, they just realized like, you know what? I think we are in love. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like the beat of the beat of this song is just. I don't know. Maybe it hasn't aged well. Yeah. Well, I think um, Mimi and Roger have like that sexual yeah. connection, and these two have that connection where it's like I want to care for you yeah. and love you forever. Yeah. So I think that's why it's like. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, upbeat. I just don't, I'm sorry, I just don't like Angel's vibrato, it bothers me. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry. I'm pissed. <laughs> I don't know, I find Jesse's voice to be more listen, listenable. I mean, I could listen to him all day and all night. Forever. Beautiful voice. So rich. Yeah, it just, it just, it's not one of my faves. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, a slap bass. Yeah, it's not one of my faves. Okay, well, That's you, fair. you're saying now it's not one of your faves. You previously said you think it's one of the worst. Um, I just think it's so bland. It's like such okay. a bland number mm-hmm. that, again, I don't remember it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like there's so much more, there's so many more songs that are just, have flourish and like they they surprise you and this is this is, sounds like a kind of cheesy. this is like a little like skip in the park yes it and is like, also like yeah Roger and Mimi have light my candle which mm-hmm. is a lot more hijinks very fun mm-hmm. and then yes. Maureen and Joanne have that's a song I love. Or leave me mm-hmm. so yeah I guess if measured up against those two it's a little bit it's just a little generic sure. sure a little yeah. generic mm-hmm. and I yeah. guess that that's my that's my qualm. Yeah, yeah, but it's sweet. Yeah, it's it's definitely sweet, mm-hmm. and it was not even then. Like I don't even think I understood what I was watching per se. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I just didn't fully understand that he was do he was more than just like cross dressing. Like there mm-hmm. was more going on to that, at, yeah. you know. But I didn't. I just like didn't pick up on it. But it yeah. also this song sets us up for when it comes back after yes. Angel dies, and that's 
the saddest song. I'm he, they reprise this one. Uh huh. Yeah, oh. because it's just Jesse. Uh, it's just Collins singing super slow. Right. Right at at the funeral. Oh, like I think I I replaced that in my head with Santa Fe <laughs> again. <laughs> We've just listened to Santa Fe. Yeah, Santa Fe. And then, I mean, the theme. I think the Santa Fe theme comes back, and we do hear some of it again later in the musical. I think you I think do so. at some point. Yeah, when you think I mean, of, Roger goes there. What's funny is to think about like. I don't know. I don't know if it's ironic or not, but the idea that like in a musical that's so like gritty and like so specifically like about New York, they're like, imagine Santa Fe. Yeah. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the audience like, no, no, don't go to Santa Fe. Like stay in New York. Mm-hmm. Santa Fe. It's so funny. Yeah. So as someone who is, um, cause we just talked about Santa Fe and how it is like the exact opposite of yes. New York, but you are from New York. Yeah. Um, is, uh, is there a, like, do you think of Santa Fe or the Southwest as like, oh, this is like the opposite. This would be a, a dream vacation of. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. You're speaking what's, for all New York. What's Yorkers. your Santa Fe? <laughs> My Santa Fe. To oh, me, yeah. like. Where would you Santa, open a restaurant? It's like New Yorkers, to me, like the real Santa Fe is like Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, not not like shitty Florida, but like like Fort Lauderdale or like sure. Key West or something. Mm-hmm, I feel like yeah. that's maybe that's like the gay version or the Jewish mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. Santa Fe just never I just never it never struck me as like a place that New Yorkers were like, you know, oh, my God, like we're going to Santa Fe. It's not like it's like, no, we're going to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one like my parents no like we got to ride a horse. There's a there's a there's a uh, small airport on Long Island that goes literally from I slip Long Island to Fort Lauderdale and they call it the Bagel Express. Wow. Yeah, exactly. No one's ever like, I want to, no one, but no one says I want to go to Santa Fe. Yeah. I want to retire to Santa Fe. No. However, they are artists sure. in the yes. show and Santa mm-hmm. Fe is apparently a very, you know, artsy, sort of artsy town. town so yeah. I guess I understand it. Yeah. But I was going to say too, that question made me think about how, um, so this play takes place very distinctly in the late eighties, like, like shitty East village alphabet city, Mm -hmm. like, you know, artists ghetto basically as a teenager. And then, then especially in college at NYU, it was so funny how not like it, not like that, how it's so different Mm -hmm. from that, especially in the age of Giuliani who like cleaned up New York. And I say that, you know, I'm not saying that's for better or worse, Yeah. but he was like, no dancing or, you know, like he was so, <laughs> he was so like Republican about everything. Uh-huh. It was like the Times Square became a Disney zoo and, yeah. and you know, there was like weird rules about dancing at bars and everything became like squeaky clean. Uh-huh. And it's so different from what this play is. Yeah. And it's just a very funny concept to me to the idea of somebody a little older than me getting into rent and then getting to to New York, at least when I was in college and everybody was just wanted to be like one of the Olsen twins, like yeah. mm-hmm. weighed down by a giant infinity scarf, you know, <laughs> like at start your Starbucks, like barely in your, you know, in your mm-hmm. limp wrist as you like cigarettes in the other cigarettes uh-huh. in the other. And it was like, yeah, that is not rent. Yeah. That is yeah. the opposite of rent. Well, the first time I went to New York, I knew of rent already. I had heard rent. I think I must've, of her grant before the first time and I spent time in the East Village because I had a cousin there Sure. and my main memory is St. Mark's which mm-hmm. like at the time of rent oh would have been like a very very gritty yes. area yeah. but when I was there it was like me a you know whatever middle school or whatever high school 
trying to buy like a magnetized fake nose ring yes. and like bargaining for a pair of sunglasses. Isn't that so funny that you're like, oh, St. Mark's, like where the like where the the the, the street dirt hangs out, yeah. the gritty yeah. East Village, and you get there and it's literally like dumplings, frozen, yeah. literally uh-huh. three pink berries. There's a Chipotle uh-huh. there now. Chipotle. Yeah, so like, crazy. Uh-huh. It's sunglasses so funny. Everywhere. Sunglasses, uh, <laughs> Mr. Mm-hmm. Socks, I think it's called, or like uh-huh. Socks yeah. Man. I got mm-hmm. my first pair of Doc Martens at that Trash and trash? Yeah, at Trash. I think that closed, mm-hmm. and I think the other one that was also not Trash and Vaudeville, but another place also, I think that closed too. Yeah. I think Pat Field had her store there. Which also closed. Okay, it's literally like yeah. just Chipotle's and Pink Berries now. Which I think Daphne Rubin Vega told us she worked at Patricia Field. Oh, yeah. really? That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's so funny. It's just not. Yeah, and by the time did you live in the East Village when you went to NYU? Um, no, I never lived in the East Village. I mean, NYU had a lot of um, real estate there, mm-hmm. and then also the couple of like. Um, buildings were there for classes and stuff but i mean most of my friends who were had their like you know shitty starter apartments instead of a dorm would live like try to live in the east village Mm -hmm. it was so funny it was either like the east village or like the upper upper east side all the way east because that's (laughs) where it was Uh cheapest yeah yeah those big buildings on like first avenue exactly it was like york and a million miles from a subway exactly Yeah. yeah um but yeah no the east village was like where we certainly hung out a lot in college yeah because that's the only place you could really find a bar or two that would not ID you, mm-hmm. which is yes. so funny in retrospect. Because what we were just saying, it's like they look like college kids look like babies. Yes, yeah. Who wouldn't card them? The yeah. only bar in the East Village that I remember being super cardy closed. It was <laughs> Grassroots, right? Grassroots. Oh yeah, they would yeah. always card, and they shouldn't have because they needed that uh, that yeah. income from oh underage God, people. That's right. The Big first mistake. week that I moved to New York in like 2005, 2006, I, um, I went to a bar that had, um, they, you could like went downstairs and it looked like truly looked like a cave. It looked like it was like, everything was made of cement and people were smoking left and right Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. because the, uh, the bartenders were like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I smoked, I did not smoke, but I was like, well, (laughs) I'm going to, Um, but it so was like, this is what New York is. Yeah. I mean, look, it's Uh still certainly a neighborhood that is young, Mm -hmm. you know, it is. Um, but the city is so rich that again, and I'm, this is just me, but I feel like it's just a playground for the wealthy now. Yes. And the East Village does not have any grit. I mean, no. yeah. it's all gone. Yeah. I worked at a, I, I mean, my like East Village, I guess, time, if you want to call it that, was I worked at a restaurant called Sanctuary that was um, on like first and I think first and first. Mm-hmm. And it was this vegetarian restaurant that was run by Hare Krishnas. Yeah. And all the Hare Krishnas lived in the fl- four floors above it mm-hmm. and the food was like amazing yeah. but it was literally me and all Hari krishnas <laughs> and my fr- and my friend who grew up around the block but he didn't want to live with his mom he wanted to like deviate <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he lived in this building uh-huh. above the restaurant and when i tell you that the- there weren't a ap- there weren't apartments on these floors it was four floors how do i explain this um it was as, on each floor. There was no like. There was no like apartments. Uh-huh. It was literally on every floor, sh- like a like a 
almost like a fairy book, like shanty town oh. where, the, where these people, these Hare Krishnas basically built sleeping dens on top of each other. Wow. Yeah. I can't even explain it, but people like would have little to, pods. Yes. Almost? But you'd have to like climb through somebody else's pod to get to your sleeping pod. Oh my God. And it, it was, yeah, it was, it was the crate. And I was like, I'm imagining where Aladdin lives. What, and where Aladdin lives. Wait. Yeah. No, honestly, like it was kind of like that. It really was. It was like the only word I had to use, I uh, used to describe it was a shanty town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't even know what that is, but I just know sure. that like my buddy lived in like a box, a, a, a box above boxes. Yeah. Whoa. And that was four floors and they all like made amazing salads. <laughs> it was so weird. And I was like the bartender, but it was a juice bar. So I was like slinging carrot juices. Yeah. At, that's, I, I do remember very clearly that those, that's where I felt like some semblance of like East Village grit in that like the, the locals in the neighborhood were, you know, tattooed head to toe and had like, tongue piercings and and lip piercings and there were like eccentrics and at that point i remember my friend and i said that the east village is populated by people who live in the sewers because you see like that neighborhood is just like that person lives in the sewers yeah. uh-huh. and they're everywhere yeah they're just everywhere but i feel like it's very much that sheen that that yeah. it's it's gone yeah it's just gone yeah it's gone. It's in Brooklyn now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not even. It's like and it's being pushed further and further. Pushed out. further and further. Mm-hmm. It's like Ridgewood. Yeah. The East Village is now Ridgewood. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, I have another thought about I'll cover you. Okay. Which is that in contrast to the other relationships in Rent, Angel and Collins have very easy relationship. Yes. So this music sort of uh, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, mirrors that where it's just sort yeah. of easy. There's no conflict. Of course, that's the relationship that ends tragically. You know what I think of when I think of the song, like the just the music in that song. I it's such a weird thought, but if I were to like transpose, if I were to have two other people seeing that duet, it would literally be like Ashford and Simpson. <laughs> like that's who it, it's like a pleasant, happy middle aged couple, yes. and it's like, and they love each other. Yeah. And, Yes. It might as well. Don't go breaking my heart. Yes. Or Elton John and Kiki <laughs> uh-huh. D. I mean, that's yeah. not, that's a platonic love. But Captain sure. and Tennille. Yes. No, seriously. Like yeah. this song could be sung by Captain and Tennille. It's very like mm-hmm. 80s, like light FM. Yeah. Ashford and Simpson. You know, that is why the song, I think, rings kind of cheesy to me. Yes. I love it Ashford is, and, and you Simpson. Don't, also, you don't like Angel's vocal I just don't like stylings. his vibrato. Sure. Too, and he's like, I'll cover you. Like he has like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I just don't like that. <laughs> it does that. feel a little put upon. Like put it upon. doesn't feel natural, natural to his voice Not for the some way reason. Jesse sings. Yeah. Jesse sounds natural yeah. and organic, and I don't remember the guy's name. Wilson Germain Heredia. Mm-hmm. Wilson Germain Heredia. Yes. His his vibrato is too like. It's you know what it is. It's too much like it's he's in a regular musical. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Maybe that's why he won the Tony. That's it. That's Uh it. But he may also be singing a little out of his range or like Mm. because he he it's like a put on voice to begin with. That's my question. That's why I'm like, is is it or is that the way he sings? Because I don't remember the other songs he sings in. But this one, it's like because today for you is like a rap. Yes. But it is like a, it was my lucky day today. Yes. 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 Um, musical. But it, yeah, yeah, very musical and a little higher in tone. Yeah. yeah. Um, or in, in the register. I don't, I don't love I don't it. Know. Sorry. It is interesting Sorry, John, because the lyrics are a little, um, 
just uh saying like I'll uh I'll cover you uh god what is it like uh, uh a new lease you are my love so they're talking about like uh, it's a lot of can't... rent um metaphors yes. in that which I'll is be your interesting tenant. because it is it is uh they are renting each other's love because yes. they're definitely dying so. yes mm, yes hello it's a it's Collins... got some deep no he doesn't die he doesn't die but okay. he does have aids right uh-huh. Who in the show doesn't have AIDS? I know that's a very harsh question. Joanne. Joanne. Right. And then like the side characters. Roger Maybe. has it. Like, Roger mm-hmm. and Mimi and Angel and Collins. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Remember the team, team was it Team America? Mm-hmm. We have talked about that. That shit was funny. It's very funny. Sorry, but it was funny. Did you see that? Ben? I haven't seen it. Great. Funny. It's funny. I'm gonna just someday make a long list. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah and I did watch. If you have a chance, um, Anthony Rapp is a thing called LeakyCon, which our last guest what? told us about, which we'll is just a you. convention for like fantasy. It's like, like a Comic Con, but less comics. Like, yeah, there's Harry Potter. There are superheroes. There's what like Game Leaky of Thrones. L e a k y. Like, I don't. Know. I don't. We don't know where it that was in comes Colorado from. or something. Ew. But anyway, yeah, okay. and they Anthony sing. Rapp. A, uh, Anthony Rapp is there, and they do a parody of the entire song of La Vie Bohème, just inserting other pop culture <sighs> stuff. Nine minutes. Okay, I gotta long. watch that. We, I watched the whole thing. I, it's I almost tapped out partway through, yeah. but I powered through, and it's worth watching it all the way to the end. Also, isn't it a a real? I don't know. I don't know what the word is. A, a real novelty, or maybe a mind fuck. I don't know what the right word is. That Anthony Rapp brought down Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony Rapp brought down Kevin Spacey. Yes. That's wild. Isn't that wild? And he brought down, uh, just like he brought down Benny. (laughs) Benny? Oh, he brought down Benny, yes. Mm -hmm. I played Collins and Benny in those vignettes. Ooh. Something was up where they were like, you you play the black guys. Put on some gloves. Put on some gloves. (laughs) So vignettes, you're saying. Yeah. Were there a lot of lines or was it just like some lines into song? Uh, It was all... Yeah, it was like lines into song, but I I remember we, if I can remember, I remember we definitely sang, um, it was like this, the group therapy scene, mm-hmm. uh, there was the Benny, like the Benny scene where he's, I you'll forget. You'll see. Yeah, you'll yeah. see. You'll see, boys. There was a, definitely a um, Roger and Mimi singing. Without uh, light, you? Without, no, Light My Candle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Without You, and then of course- Again, quote unquote, David sang Glory. One Glory. <laughs> What's it called? One Glory. One Song Glory. One Song Glory. Yeah. And then. Um, I mean, if I was him, I would cast myself yeah, <laughs> as of Roger. But if I was Angel on Broadway, I would. I don't know what struck this in my head, but I remember now that I was so deep into my Rent fandom that I was like w- deeply aware of like who was singing the solos that day or week or weekend mm-hmm. in Seasons of Love. <laughs> And friends would, there was like truly, um, oh my God, bootleg tapes. Yeah. Bootleg tapes of performances. Yeah. That we would like pass around. Wow. To hear different people sing different parts. Like, <gasps> did different people, wait, did different people sing the solos or no. was it just like when they, when someone was out? When someone was out. But oh. I remember very mm-hmm. much, be, very being into this woman, Gwen. I don't remember her last name, mm-hmm. but she, she was the one who I think originated the, solo in seasons of love mm. i think daphne ruba vega uh 
mentioned Gwen and Gwen. Uh, in a uh, uh, favorable way. I loved Gwen. She didn't go into it, but was just like, <laughs> oh, I was Gwen. a big Gwen head. Yeah. Gwen head. Such a loser. Gwen. Getting, going to the, going to the, um, like getting our TK, TKTS tickets and somehow either sneaking into the theater or something like that. And before the show, like hours before the show, mm-hmm. like we got our tickets early and then there was an eight o'clock show. And getting going into the theater for some reason and seeing Gwen and being like, "Hey, Gwen, big fans." It's like <laughs> Gwen's like, "Who are th- who are these idiots?" I bet she loved it. Yeah. Oh, we I love Gwen. Actors love that. Oh stuff. yeah, mm-hmm. that she had to. Yeah. But I remember Gwen then went on to play Joanne, which excited me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked Gwen, mm-hmm. but you know, you just like for me, I would always be like, you know cognizant of who was doing what what actors were coming in i was always checking the website even wow. though it was a very early website yeah he was taking over and then yeah i just got to a point where i guess i'm i was probably like a you know on the verge of college or something where i was just like okay like i think i was i just know that i got quote unquote over it yes because yeah. at that point it had become mainstream yeah and i was like if if like that doofus knows yeah. mm-hmm. who you know who like <laughs> this is when is yeah um, I was like it's, it's, it's over it's over, yeah. it's over mm-hmm. yeah as they say in contact it's over it's over <laughs> it's over yeah that that was that was it for me that was mm-hmm. it and I haven't even thought of the songs until this podcast are you gonna wow. get back into it like are you a little bit inspired yeah to I was to thinking it? like am I gonna download the album now mm-hmm. I am yeah mm-hmm. good or at least my favorite songs yeah yeah it's but, on Spotify. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. I just remember cast. all I wanted to do was hear the hear um, bootleg tapes of Maureen and Joanne. Oh, yeah. that's it. I just loved hearing that mm-hmm. yeah. and Seasons of Love. I wanted to hear yeah. who would say, who would riff and how they would riff in Seasons of Love. <gasps> that's that's the so first time that I like sang it. on stage and allowed myself to in, engage in like I don't know I don't know how, what you want to call it like R and B voice and like riffing. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh-huh. I was so blown away by the response that I had to like, I, I remember now walking around the school, like feeling high, being like needing to, needing to take a walk, being uh-huh. like, oh my God, like, because at that point, I think up until then I had only been, you know, I'd been in like the musicals mm-hmm. and had to sing like a musical, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you sing the you notes. Sing the notes. Yeah. And that, at that point I was, they were just like, I just sang the notes the way that I wanted to, like riffing mm-hmm. style. And people like, you know, like were really into it. And I got like, woo, you know, those like woos. Mm -hmm. And I remember like walking around being so high from that experience. Well, speaking of your R&B voice. I did email you a special request for our third segment. Yes. And do you have the lyrics? Yeah, I can bring them up. So I requested voicemail number one. Yes. A special sort of Elliot Glazer rendition of it. Yeah, I can do that. It, uh, it's um. We can also all... play it for you first if you want to. Yeah, let's to let's it. play it. Well, uh, okay. also we should introduce why we're doing this. Uh, you do haunted renditions, yes. which is uh, that's uh, sorry, that's the show that I was talking about before. Mm-hmm, haunted yes. renditions. It's a show where I do. Haunting renditions, <laughs> you know, obviously it's self-effacing, but they're um, so good. Thanks, they're really fantastic. Like super serious, mm-hmm. grandiose, like orchestral versions of very silly pop songs. I think yeah. California Girls was the first one I heard and I was hooked. From there, <laughs> Thank so. you. I initially went to school for um, opera and then ended oh, up dropping out. I wanted yeah. to be That's an cool. opera singer oh, when did? I was in college. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a very, very distinct and small pocket of 
the world mm-hmm. where yeah. you're very limited, I think. And that was for me. I was like, eh. I took voice eh. lessons from an opera singer for a while. So I oh, yeah? trained a little bit, but never was like, this is my thing. Yeah. I loved it. But I loved knowing an aria. Yes, <laughs> yes. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Felt great. Um, all right. I'm going to play voicemail number one. Okay. And I'm going to give you the lyrics. So if I'm singing it, can I, can you guys not look at me? Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to do the whole thing. We'll look okay. away. Yep. You do whatever okay. mm-hmm. part of it you want. Okay. Okay. So you want me to sing it like R&B or whatever? However, However you want it. it. Okay. <clears throat> that was a very loud beep. I don't even know if this is working. Mark, Mark, are you there? Are you screening your calls? It's mom. We wanted to call and say we love you and we'll miss you tomorrow. Cindy and the kids are here. Send their love. Oh, I hope you like the hot plate. <laughs> Just don't leave it on, dear. When you- I can't because I can't do that high note. Or I can't. I'll try. <laughs> Just don't leave it on, dear. When you leave the house. Oh, and Mark, we're sorry to hear that Maureen dumped you. I say, say, la vie. So let her be a lesbian. There are other fishies in the sea. Love mom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So stupid. Oh gosh. I couldn't. What I don't know how to make it like oh, that, that luxurious. Was, yeah. Well, we put you a on dream. The spot oh, with thank it. you. That was. Thank you for turning away. That makes it so much easier. <laughs> truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you perform in front of large audiences. Yeah, but we're a small group in a yeah. brightly lit a room. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But even like even like karaoke is difficult for me. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, just like it's too it's, intimate. I find it so much easier to perform in front of a big audience, especially if I can't see them. Yeah, like I love and I don't know. My stand up friends are like, what's wrong with you? Like <laughs> they love crowd work. And I'm like, no, no, I want the I want the crowd pitch black. Uh-huh. I don't want to see anybody. Yeah. Sometimes I've even taken my glasses off to perform <laughs> or put on fakes uh-huh. because oh. then I can't see anything. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Some behind the scenes Terri- stuff. Terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Wild. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, that was a real treat. That was well, I'm so glad much. I could a do dream. it. Thank I you for having so me. No, I'm glad I could. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask before I go? Yes. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite Rent songs? And you've probably talked about them before on the podcast, but I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I've said one song, Glory. I'll stick to it. Fair. I think that's my favorite. Fair. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to sing. But I also... Um, uh, Beth, you do yours, and I'll think of what mine is. Well, title song "Rent," big mm-hmm, fave of mm-hmm. mine. Always seasons of love, obvious favorite. Sure. And then uh, what you own is what, what's how does that go? Again? That's the um, we're living in America. Oh yeah, love that, love that. I'm yeah. also I was just washed over by the memory of being with two of those theater people, two mm-hmm. of the theater kids in my high school, being in the back of the car, and the two of them were in the front. <laughs> And I very distinctly remember them being like, Elliot, you sit, sit, what's the song in your eye? Not that's your eyes. Your eyes. They're like, Elliot, sing your eyes. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to sing it alone for some reason. I was like, I didn't want Mm -hmm. to. And they were like, just do it. We won't even look at you. Because that's why I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. And then I sang it and they were like, oh. That is, you're so good. And I was like, I love this show. (laughs) (laughs) So so stupid. Oh my God. But yeah, yeah, that's, I just remember that now. Uh, My other favorite song I realized is Without You. Yeah, Without You is great. Yeah. See, that to me, like you think about Without You and it's like, 
that is such a good song mm-hmm. and I'll cover you just sounds so much like it just sounds like garbage <laughs> in comparison. Because there's no there's no well, yearning. Because there's there's no you're, you, you're getting exactly what you need. Yeah. Even just like Without the, you is all just like, and I <gasps> die. But even the, the oh. music of it for me, I don't even yeah. like I don't even hear the lyrics. I just hear how like cool of a song that is Mm -hmm. and like not broadway and then i think Mm -hmm. i'll cover you just hits me like like a just a generic broadway yeah bop what is your favorite (laughs) did we talk about i think take me or leave me yeah i think take me or i just Mm -hmm. love the duet i love the the piano of it all i just i love how i just love joanne i I love yeah yeah. joanne was my favorite character too Mm. always just far and away loved it but yeah i think think we're about to go into we're okay right Joanne's oh, that's yeah. a good phone one. number. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good um, stuff. Great. Well, uh, where can people hear and see and view more? Oh of you? boy. Um, let's see. You can just follow me on like Instagram and Facebook. Everything is just at Elliot Glazer. Same on Twitter. You can listen to the podcast. You're making it worse. Mm-hmm. And, um, haunting Reditions has it. It's hauntingreditions.com and you can follow the performances there and, yeah, I'm in L.A. doing the show at Dynasty Typewriter. I do it at the Bell House in Brooklyn and then at festivals throughout the United States of America. It is a must-see. Oh, no thanks. 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 Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank this you so much. It was so much fun. Just a delight. Thank you. All right. Should we do our plugs now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, rate and review us on iTunes, why don't you? Now, we often request only nice things, please, and it's been going great lately. Yeah, we appreciate so Only nice things would be that. so nice. <laughs> yeah. It's just been a hard year for us. Yes. And, so, um, us and us alone. <laughs> if you could give us five, we would like a five-star review. Yeah, yeah. like like five, minimum five. Uh, that would be nice. You can do more if you want, but yeah. five minimum. You can um, also email us at everythingisrentpod at gmail.com. You can Instagram us at everything is rent. Tweet at us at everything underscore rent. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Zach Reno for doing our music. James Will Holland for our art. And Mark David Christensen for doing every other single thing that we didn't do. Yes. Yay. Uh, everything is Gwen. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> everything is Gwen. Everything is Gwen. Oh my God. <laughs> Hello, I'm Beth. And I'm Sarah. And this is Everything is Rent, the podcast where we go song by song talking about the best music of all time. Rent. You said the best music of all time. I The music, the ol was in there, but it was a little bit buried. Hi, my name is Caitlin Hempstead, and I'm the host of Lizard People, a podcast about conspiracy theories. Every week, I invite a hilarious comedian slash friend of mine to argue their favorite conspiracy theory with me. Will they convince me that a cursed mummy sunk the Titanic or that Avril Lavigne is being impersonated by her own clone? You're going to have to listen to find out. Lizard People is on the Campfire Media Network, and you can tune in every Friday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pod media. Bye. Campfire.